Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Top 5, the patron-only podcast where I, Josh Earl, sit down with a good buddy and we discuss the topic of our choice. And let's get ready to rumble, because today it's my good friend. It's John Hastings, everyone! Yay! Hello, Josh. I I gotta tell you, it's so funny. Oh uh, yeah, you are you're one of you're like you are. I definitely would consider you a uh, anyone I've spent more than a week on the road with. You're yeah. in good friend territory. Yeah. But and you are one of my last pre-COVID new friends. Yes. Like you literally, like Indiana Jones coming into that temple. You slid into my friendship. Like it, 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 I feel like we slid into each other's lives perfectly. We, we did another. We toured together for three weeks around oh. parts of Australia that you would never normally go to. Never. It was like, like to, Queensland, top of New South yeah, it Wales. Like, yeah, it was Queensland and the t- and yeah the top or bottom of New South Wales. That's I don't right, know yeah. which one. I don't know which side we were on. And it was it was one of the best tours in terms of like we are all adults in our thirties. Yeah. Let us all go to the gigs. And then it would be like, shall we all go have one beer and then go back to our rooms? Like, and like, no one's having sex with anyone. Like, it was literally just like, well, of course, like, we'll see you on time for the bus because it's it's eleven. Like, I, like, I remember it was. I think we were in. Uh, is it maybe Noosa? Me, you, Daniel Connell. We went and got burgers, and it was the happiest we'd ever been on the entire three weeks. We were like, oh, these burgers are so good. Oh, this is. And Daniel Connell had been oh. talking about these burgers. For two weeks straight, he goes, oh, when we go to yes. we've got to go to this burger place. We've got to go to this burger place. And it was like, yeah. So Because I was laughing with Cal Wilson, who I've toured and seen more of Australia with Cal Wilson than I have my own family. It is. Mm, oh, yeah. I've been on like three road shows with her and two cruises. Like this is like, yeah, it's weird. I The only person I can talk to about like my travel stories, because in not in a like, like oh we'll talk about travel stories but in like the brass tacks like the weirdness of the those remote like of the weirdness of remote australia is a friend of mine is in a very has a very weird like specific job in the army and he also was like there's something like because australia is remote desert and jungle and you very rarely get white people in the middle of nowhere that are there like it's you get it in australia and america yep and like weird parts of Europe, but it's not dry. It's very wet in Europe, but it's like, the, there's something about dr- like encountering a white person in the middle of a desert. You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> that, that's trying to kill you, sir. You are <laughs> genetically shouldn't be here. And it's just like, it's spewing. Like, oh yeah. Well, the year before we toured together, I toured with your other good friend, Carl Donnelly around as well. And every of time course. we're in small towns, not places where we're doing the gigs, but just driving from one town to the other and would stop, a roadhouse and get and every single young female he'd be like what are they doing here why do they live here why did they choose yeah. they're old enough to move let's let's just take them with us let's that, that, there, that's that's kidnapping there, Carl. come on <laughs> there was a 
We were in Brunswick Heads. We were served in a coffee shop by a woman that was so gorgeous she could be a movie star. Yeah. And this is why cool Australian hippie towns are the best is she, I guarantee she was she like if I said to her, I was like, you know, you could just move to Los Angeles and be in the movies. She'd be like, yeah, but I got a dream catcher farm yeah. here, so I don't need that. And I'm like, yeah, you are. And your life is so much better. You are not able to wear this amount of tie dye and yep. still hold a job anywhere else in the world. Oh, Brunswick Heads God, is, want- though, the best small town in Australia. I'm that's my get. I do you know how often I, I have a Redfin, I have the, the real estate app Redfin, and yeah. I downloaded it onto my phone so I can keep an eye on property in Brunswick Heads. I there were a couple of times in this lockdown where I w- it would have been so stupid, but I almost was like, fuck it, let's yeah. go. Like, yeah, there's what? a there's a couple of big name Australian comics, I won't say who, but. They've moved there. They're they're there. They've bought up real estate. No. Yeah. I'm gonna need those names when we're not recording because yep. I need to befriend them. Yeah. Is it is it anyone that I may have encountered? Yes, absolutely. Yes. One of them that you look very similar to as well. Oh, amazing. I yeah. know exactly who that is. Yes. I know exactly who that is. And <laughs> I don't know that person, but I have gotten pretty drunk with that person's wife. And yep. I am very and I know I am friends. With that person's very good friends, which means I could definitely snag an invite to that. Oh my god, yeah. Why? But why? Why more people don't live in that town? I, I don't know. Also, attention, Patreon listeners, don't fuck up Brunswick heads. Yeah. I'm, like I've stopped. Ta- I almost. I was talking on a big podcast, and I made them. I actually went. No, we're not gonna. I'm not telling you where the town is because I realized <laughs> I was like, what am I doing? This is part. Like I legitimately in my head, I'm like. I want to retire today. Like yeah. I want, like, because well, it's I. I just need them people who want to live in Byron Bay not figure out how close to Byron Bay it is, and I'm good. Yeah. Well, they built a bypass around it. It used to be from Sydney to Brisbane, you'd have to go through it, and then they built the bypass. And for some reason, the town just got way better when people weren't stopping there. Surprise! Su- surprise! Surprise! Yeah. Anyway, we're not talking about Brunswick Heads today. We're talking about wrestling. Now, yes. this is something that I don't really make public, but as a kid, I was obsessed with wrestling. WWE, WWF style wrestling. Of course. I'm a bit older than you, so I remember it was, it was sold to us as rock and roll wrestling in the, in the middle of the 80s. Now, I'm now about to out how big of a wrestling nerd I am. Yes, of course. You were in the rock and wrestling era yeah. when you were a kid of your age. So you were around when there was the weird Hulk Hogan Saturday morning cartoon voiced yes. by Br- Brad Garrett, voiced Hulk Hogan in that, <laughs> who was the big, the older brother on Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. How I have seen, how I've had sex with anyone is truly shocking. Now, based you, on... you are a massive wrestling fan. Yeah. Are, are you still really into it? So here's the problem. And I'm sure you know this because you're a comedian and you're and you're also a musical comedian and i also know you're really into music so you've done what i did which is you went i love these things as passion hobbies i'll make content about them so i can be paid to engage in my hobby not knowing what you're actually doing is going i'm now making my hobby part of my job yeah i will not like my hobby so i have a wrestling podcast i have to keep aware of it and it's killed a bit of my fandom but i still do love it and i hold all of my knowledge from it. And yep. I just, I dig it. It's my stories. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Like I, 
when I was at uni, there was a guy in my uni degree uh, who was also into wrestling. Well, I did a theatre degree. There was only like 25 in our year, so everyone hung out and knew each other. Now, this guy, Jace, obsessed with wrestling, and this was at the rise of The Rock in the WWE. Of course. And I've mentioned this on the show before, but for our second year Shakespeare production, the director wanted to, you know, I don't know if you've ever heard this with Shakespeare, but maybe put it in a, a modern day setting or maybe change it. Like It's been, it's been, been, done, been done once or twice, I've heard. <laughs> well, he wanted it because we had a big class and he couldn't find a Shakespeare player that had 25 roles that we'd all be able to get assessed on. He Hilarious. Said, he said, let's do it like it's a clip show, like it's an award show. We're presenting, because it was the year 2000, we're presenting that Shakespeare is the person of the millennium. And it's a, this is your life. Let's throw to some clips and we'll do little bits like that. So that was the conceit of the actual play. And then he goes, all right, we need, if, if it's a Hollywood production, we need two hosts. Gwyneth Paltrow is very popular. Can someone do a Gwyneth Paltrow impression? Great. All right, now we need a, a male host. Who could who could that be? And Jace was like, oh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I do a very good The Rock impression. So we had a Shakespeare play that was hosted by Gwyneth Paltrow and The Rock. Insane, John, insane. I mean, it's, it is wild that no one takes theater school literally. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is where We're not taken seriously. We're not respected. No. No, and that that play was absolute dog shit. But we would watch a lot of wrestling when we were around at Jay's house, and it is that thing. It's it's a soap opera, and I at that oh, yeah. age I didn't care about the wrestling, but I, I actually got into the storylines. It was actually all right. This is this is kind of interesting. There was that was also when WCW was kind of poaching a lot of the wrestlers as well. So oh my like, god, oh. yeah. You were you were you were popping into the Monday Night War slash the Attitude Era, which is yeah. one of the most interesting, great times in wrestling. And when you look at the actual business wrestling was doing at that time, like we're talking four to seven percent of the televisions in America, yeah, were watching wrestling when it was on. Like it's as a product when people are like, it's so stupid. You have to go. That's fine that you feel that way, but understand that you are attacking a billion dollar media. Uh, industry like it is one of it's much like porn is that thing of like oh wrestling's so stupid and quietly funds so much media expansion like yes at that time as well in the music industry it was the real rise of the bro new metal bro hip-hop so yeah it was eminem and that tour that he did with dr dre where they released the dvd and it's all just it's like a girl's gone wild thing it's insane and then you've got all the Limp Biscuit, Corn, all that kind of stuff, all coming up, and wrestling's kind of there as well. Like people are into all those kind of things. But I'm not. Yeah. None of my wrestlers oh. that I'm chosen today are from that era. Okay, we go back to when I was a child. So mine's very interesting. Is mine is a combination of I just went for me. Like I threw on. I threw an Australian. My number five is just for influence in Australia. This being an Australian based yep. podcast, I figured I had to put one. All so right, I put him in. Okay, so I'll start with my number five then. My number five. Well, you, you're from Canada originally. Certainly am. I knew, I knew this. I think I can guess who this is going to be. Go ahead. Leaping Lanny Poffo, oh! a.k.a. The Genius. Oh. <laughs> Very good. Leaping Lanny Poffo, a.k.a. Randy, uh, Randy Macho Man Savage's His brother. brother. Yeah. 
And a man that claims he can suck his own penis. Oh, I, I didn't know that. See, as a child, I'm a very well and very well endowed <laughs> man, Josh. That's how he talks. As a child, Leaping Laddie Poffo was the one. So even as a kid, me and my brother, my older brother, who was into wrestling as well, would make fun of Leaping Laddie Poffo. Okay. Oh, of course. Now, in our household, the phrase "povo" got bandied about a lot. It was the word that we would call each other because we weren't allowed to swear in the house, so we'd call each other "povos," meaning we were poor. Okay, which, as a someone in your own family, doesn't really make a lot of sense. We both had the same amount of money. Okay. I love, I love older brother. Like, <laughs> like I remember two older brothers, and one of them said to the other one. Oh yeah, your mom's such a slut. She, he said one of those things, and the other one went, "That's your mom too." And he went, "No, but I'm talking about your mom." And I was just like, "It was like so funny." The argument back was like, "Nah, we're not talking about my mom. Like when she's with me, she's cool. When she's with you, she's uh, yeah. filthy." Who? Well, boys are idiots. Go ahead. Well, my friend Al Snooks was also very much into wrestling, and he had a very older sister. Like he was like eight or nine. His older sister was like nineteen twenty, and oh, no, he. She had a boyfriend called Glenn, who I still remember. And I'm sure Glenn was a nice guy. But the the big joke in their household was he was always poor. Like, he's a 19-year-old. He wasn't. He was just working his of first ever job. Would. Of course he was. And so Al would write all over the house, Glenn is poverty-stricken. And <laughs> <laughs> thinking back, it made me laugh so much. That, that was the burn on poor Glenn. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.